This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Cawthon. Before I introduce my topic for today's podcast and my guest, I want to tell you about a new talk show that my daughter, Adriana, and I are hosting on YouTube called The Elevate Talk Show. Let me tell you a little bit about why we created this show. We are the mother-daughter talk show team that wants to elevate your life. And here's why. We love living life together, and we wanted to share some of those experiences with you in order to inspire and encourage you to live your best life, too. So here's what we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about ways to elevate your finances, your food, your cooking, um, your home decor, fashion. We'll be talking about physical health topics, mental health topics, and so much more. Expect to see great interviews with local and regional people who are making a difference in the community. There'll be some product reviews and chit-chat about celebrities and trending topics. Um, We'll also be traveling around the metro Atlanta area and beyond, uh, taking pictures and doing some uh, short film clips um, about the local culture and sharing those with you. And we want you to share your uh, things with us too. We want you to share things, pictures, video clips of how you are elevating your life. The great thing about this show is that there's something for everybody. There's something for older people. There's something for younger people. There's something for men. There's something for women. It's basically wonderful entertainment, good, clean entertainment for the whole family. Now, here's where you can find us. You can find us on YouTube's Uh, On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., we upload a new episode every Sunday evening around 6 o'clock. So go to our channel and subscribe. I'm going to put a link to the channel in the notes for this show. So just scroll down and click on that, and it'll take you straight to our channel. Also, if you live in DeKalb County, Georgia, you can listen to episodes of the show on Comcast Channel 25 at 7 p.m., Sunday nights, um, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Okay, now that that little bit of business has been taken care of, I want to introduce you to my guest uh, for today's show. She's a dear friend. Um, Her name is Ladoris Bias Davis. She is a professional storyteller, a workshop facilitator, an educator, and a consultant. Uh, She has a BA in speech and theater uh, and an MS in early childhood education. She has engaged audiences of many ages all across the U.S. and internationally for more than 25 years. Her storytelling programs promote literacy, diversity, multi-ethnic cultures, um, and appreciation for various fairy tales and folk tales. She um, talks about historical portraits. She does personal stories and more. Uh, She's proud to be born into a loving family of 13. She believes storytelling releases the power of the mind and nurtures the human spirit. Well, welcome to the show, uh, LaDoris. Um, It is a blessing to have you here. So glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to talk to me today. Um, So let me just get right uh, to the questions at hand. Can you tell my audience a little bit more about who you are, what you do, a little bit about your background. OK, 
Okay. Okay. Uh, education. I mean, performing yeah. background. Yeah. Well, background. Any, anything okay. you want to share? Okay. Here is what I here is what I wanted to share because it's the working woman show. So yes. this working woman started as a five year old working in the field. Oh wow. So, yeah, because I we grew up rural. Yes. And we raised we raised cotton and, and animals for you know for livelihood to wow. help the family. Wow. So at five at five years old, I was in the field. So and wow. at five years old back then, if you were five or you were six by September, you could go to school. That's right. So I was first grade at mm -hmm. five years old, and mm -hmm. I, my dad said, "If you're old enough to go to school, you're old enough mm -hmm. to work in the field." So right. my work career started at five years old. Wow! So I was born in Pasadena. Were like this. I was born and bred in this great state of Mississippi. And oh, wow. I think that was the first word I learned to spell because it was like, am I cricket letter, cricket letter, <laughs> I, cricket letter, cricket letter, I hop back, hop back. I. And so, you know, we, we've had, you know, it was five brothers and five sisters. And my, mm -hmm. I grew up in a very nurturing environment, mm -hmm. a very Christian-based home where there, wow. was, there was lots of love and lots of activities. Wow. And my dad's thing was, you can't stay here. Mm. You have to go to college and get an education. Wow. So I went to college and I mm. went and got an undergrad in speech and theater, which mm -hmm. led me to where I am now. Wow. And later wow. on, I did a graduate in early childhood education, which is where I am now. Wow. So That's I do. I, uh, I have my master's in uh, early childhood education, <laughs> but I, did, I didn't get certified because I, I just wanted to, to be able to be able to be a better storyteller. Sure, and sure. At the time, I wanted to be a director at a school, and I became all of that. Wow. So that's I still sub. I work as a sub, mm -hmm. and I love what I do, and I'm mm -hmm. able to integrate some of what I've learned as a graduate student, so I'm still... I just finished maybe kind of like a long term at a school because the pre-K teacher was not able to be there anymore. But I've been subbing, I think, since like 2008. Since that's I right. Been, that's right. I remember that. I, yeah, you remember. That's right. And I've been professionally storytelling since 1990. That's right. A long <laughs> yes. time. A long time. We want to I want to make sure that we delve into that. Um, what I wanted to ask you, I wanted to segue into your relationships because today's show is about the power of sisterhood. Okay. Um, I think a, a, a super important topic. Um, tell me a little bit about your relationships. Was your relationships with other females, how was that growing up? Um, and were you the kind, compassionate kind of girl or were you the mean girls? Because we know that there are some mean girls out there. So can you give me a little history about your relationships with other females growing up? I had a little bit of meanness, but not much because like mom and dad didn't play that. <laughs> And like I said, I have five brothers, five sisters. Yeah, so I, that, that always, makes a difference. I had friends, I had comrades, I yeah. had five sisters who we were very close. My sister okay. who's like one year older and I yes. than me. We were very close. So we were like together all the yeah. time. Yes, yes. So my sisterhood relationship has been something that has been my basis for building relationships with other people oh wow because i mean we we had our little tips and tats and we had oh, our that's normal. we were you know we were a close-knit family in a small house wow so you know there's nothing wow. to do but get along and that's mom true and dad, mom and dad were like pivotal in making sure that that happened they that's said they set the tone. Yes. You know, we, yes. you know, they showed us a lot of love. So we yes. exuded love. Yes. And yes. as I grew, and yes. especially when I 
you know, became more into going to college and seeing other people. Yeah. Because in my little culture, there weren't very many people outside of your neighbors who were mostly your cousins. So you right. saw them at Sunday school. Right. So developing relationships at college and when I was grown mm -hmm. and meeting with other couples when I was married, it was very important to me because I like the yeah. idea of getting to know other people. And yeah, I still yeah. do. I still yeah, want to yeah. meet other people and make more friends. Yeah, and you and you have always been that way ever since I've known you and we've known each other for a long time. But you Forever. mentioned something, um, and we're going to talk about our relationship in just a minute, but you mentioned something that I thought was quite interesting, that your mother and father were pivotal as far as um, help in setting the tone for the relationships in the household. I think that that is probably something missing in more of today's homes, right. you know, um, some of it is just due to the fact that so many times parents, especially if it's a single parent home, mom may not be there, dad mm. may not be there. Uh, and even for, um, you know, parents that are together and the families that are intact, so many times mom's off working, dad's off working, the kids are sort of just left on their own. So I really think that that's a key thing um, for um, for children in general, um, for, for teaching children in general how to get along. But in this specific case, for being able to navigate, you know, your relationships with other women. It sounds like your family, your mother, your parents were very much a part of helping you to develop that. You know what they, I mean? They were, and my mother was not, was not a working mom. Well, okay, she so she was home. And assisting my dad. Yes. But uh, mom and dad was like, you know, they were huggers. My daddy was a oh. And we just thought that was so cute. We just grinned, but oh. they were the basis for... I guess my relationships because yes. I knew how to, and my daddy would say, you know, speak up and talk to people because my daddy's thing was, you need to know how to meet the public. You Absolutely. The public. Absolutely. I'm a storyteller. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> I right. To learn how to greet the public. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's great. So learning to blend with other people and approach yeah. other people because my yeah. sisters and I and brothers, yeah. we kind of like, we yeah. meet no strangers. That's right, right. So, and right. that was my, that was how we grew up, you know, because dad yeah. was like, yeah, I love that. I love it. And so sounds like them. your dad and your mom too really taught you how to be, really taught you good social etiquette. Yes. And maybe that's part of what we're dealing with some, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but it okay. sounds like you were prepared to meet your public, like your father said. Yes, I was. And I was and I was eager. I'm always eager to meet. Yeah, you and some of it's just who you are. Who and that's you who are. I am. It yeah, is, it is. I don't have to work on it. It's that's true. Me. That's true. Yeah. So I and I understand that because we're you know, the, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I understand that because I'm a lot like you. Go ahead, what were you gonna say? I've had people to ask me, well, you know, did you take did you take because I had like a TV crew to go with me on some yeah. project that I was on for. Right. A company that I worked for. They said, well, you know, did somebody teach you how to act like that and get along with people? Because I'm just a natural. Like, well, no, it was all about being born into my family. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So let's talk about us. Now, we've known each other. Gosh, it's close to 30 years because, I mean, we knew each other before I married Andrew, and I've been married to him over 20 years. Uh, and so we met, uh, just for my audience to know, uh, as storytellers at a storytelling guild. I believe it was the guild was what the Southern Order of Storytellers. Southern Order of Storytellers. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. And although we were both storytellers, you were doing your thing, I was doing my thing, both of us trying to earn money, make a living, get gigs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I never really felt like there was all this competition between us. I mean, you would 
call me up and say, hey, are you interested in doing, you know, this kind of thing? And uh, and so and I would come and you were just always um, very supportive. And I'm just wondering, what do you think? Why do you think that is? What's the secret to that? Because that's not always the case amongst women. Oh, no. no. Not, and I had a story to Akbar who told me once, he said, there's enough work out here for all of us. Exactly. And that's the way I feel. But what, what I feel like. Yes. What is for me is for me. I don't have some of the talents you have. Right. You have your own thing that somebody wants. Right. I have my own thing that somebody wants because we keep getting called back and back. Exactly. I feel like, you know, yes. this whole sphere, there's this whole global place. Yes. Storytelling yes. is all over the world. You know, I don't know about now, but before. Yes. Storytellers had to. You know, you didn't have to work so hard to get a job because not at all. Job and did it well. Somebody called you in this county, in this state. You that's know, true. You know, the country. That's so I true. I feel like there's this whole global place that's open yes. for all that we have to offer and all that we have to pour into it. Yes. And the people that you meet. Yes. I mean, the, the storytellers that I've met, and they yes. enhance what I do. Exactly. But they encourage me yes. just by watching them. And I've yes. had storytellers who say, you know, why don't you, you know, you need to start doing a workshop. You can do some of these workshops. Sure, sure. Somebody said, well, why don't you sit over there and don't do anything? But exactly. It's encouraging because everybody recognizes yes. everybody else's talent and that's they beautiful. It. Yeah, it and was, and I, I and, and I and I I second that um, because I always felt um, when I was a part of that guild that we met at that there was always this sense of generosity. Yeah, people were generous. Nobody was stingy, and like you said. I think that they were secure enough in who they were and in their gifts and abilities and talents that there wasn't this need to say, well, you know, um, I can't, you know, like what you do and promote who you are. Um, and so I think that that, I think that there was that spirit amongst us, you, you and I, but also amongst the group of women and men, because there was, there were men in that group too. And I, I've always found that to be such a nurturing environment. Um, so that leads me to my next question about generosity. So many times women refuse to be generous. I've had a few incidences happen to me relatively recently. Um, and, you know, with things being what they are with social media, we get to see each other's stuff more. This is not 30 years ago when we met. Now everything's out there. You know, we're all posting, saying what we do and where we've been at and who we've met. And you know, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big Facebook social media person. So no. uh, I am. And so I'm regularly saying, you know, oh, we did this thing, started this new project, whatnot. And I and I've got a lot of different friends, but I'm finding out that some of the women who I thought were for me are not necessarily so much for me because they've said some kind of um backhanded come around the back door kind of things um and that's been somewhat hurtful I mean I'm not wounded I'm gonna keep doing what I do but I'm just I, I guess I was surprised um at the pettiness and I just wonder um and even though there, there's not always overt nastiness so many times we refuse to encourage like we uh, like you talked about a minute ago we refuse to give a compliment. We refuse to say, oh, great job. Congratulations on getting your master's. Great hairdo, nice makeup job. You know, we refuse to do that. Do you think that women have more of an issue with that than men? And if so, why? I'm no expert on that, Deanna, but I think for men, they are so busy yeah. uh, 
being being the leaders of the family and they're yes. busy taking care of us and yes. thinking about us yes 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 and trying to make things work and yes. they are so into sports and yeah and you know what i observe my husband and other yes. men it's like they just have the best time just getting together yeah, so i know they don't have time to just gossip they talking it's, about it's, it's weird how that goes with men you know so but for where you coming from i've had that happen to me Mm -hmm. I've had somebody to say, well, you know, we don't, you know, we don't, you know, we don't, we don't all like her because I'm yes. just very interactive. You are. And I was at a festival in South Georgia once and I was filling in for the puppet team and they said, oh, we're so glad to have you. And they said later, they said, you just, you get involved, you get the crowd involved. Yeah. I said, what, say, what you do? He said, listen, yeah. what you do? Exactly. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not a great thing. I'm like, wow. They say that, but they don't come to me. But I found out that my way is not somebody else's way. And they right. like, well, they think this ain't the way we're supposed to tell stories. Right. But it's like, that's my way. And it's that's working. your way. That's your way. The way you tell your stories is working. But I feel like as females, especially yeah. people who look like us, we have to validate each not validate. Oh, yeah. Yeah encourage and do we do and my thing is when i saw your question i said what we need to do to be generous is to show up yes show up mentally emotionally yes socially yes if somebody is like i've had people come to my show yes i'll come to your show just to support me right i've had people to emotionally reach out to me like you have and when right. i'm going through something and right. sometimes i'll say to somebody like you know don't give her that advice if she didn't ask for it. So right. Oh, that's good. Person, sometimes the best advice is no advice. Exactly. Exactly. So our, our sisters may just need a listening ear. May just yeah, need a yeah. listening ear. Yeah, so yeah. I would say show up in any way that you can and, yeah. and be encouraging even with what they're wearing. I was yes. in a once going to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. The sister came with these colorful clothes and she yes. looks so nice. And I rolled down the window and said, sister, yeah. you look nice. She said, yeah, I know. And, and see, see, she was, uh, it sounds like she was surprised at that. Yeah. And the other day I was going out of that same parking lot, this young sister, she had hair here and there, but it was just so free and so beautiful oh, to me. Wow. Like, so pretty. And I wrote down the window side. I said, you know what? Yeah. You're rocking that hair, young wow, sister. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So just to, I mean, not to be phony, yeah. but to just give yeah. somebody encouragement, give yeah. somebody even nod yeah that's great that's great because i yeah. think we, we don't need to be jealous of each other because we no. all are yeah black magic girls yes you know? amen yeah. yeah because it's in our souls it's yeah it's not just in our melanin it's yeah. in our souls it's in it our is. it is it's it in is. our culture it's yeah. in our yeah. progenitors right. so it's just there and we yeah. just exude greatness because yeah. that's where we come from yeah. not just people who look like you and i no. but women yeah now. but other women too you know, now and, and you've said You've said a lot of great things. Um, and I think that you being who you are and me being who I am, um, you know, I think that every, uh, we, we are able to do that at least most of the time, maybe not all the time, because there, there have been times when I've missed opportunities to say yeah. something generous, because I'll be honest, if I'm being honest, I've been on both sides of that coin. I have been not necessarily a mean girl, but I've definitely been the one to say, and this is in times past, not necessarily recently, what um when i've said mm, she thinks she's all that in a bag of chips yeah. you know i have been there yeah. uh, especially um if um in in at, at a time in my life when i was struggling and going through a really difficult time you know i remember during my divorce 
my world, things look different for me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was seeing the world out of very painful, uh, out of, of, of a painful situation. And so I was hurt and hurt people hurt people. Um, right. So I wasn't able to give that. I'm at a very different place now. Uh, and so I'm able to see something or someone uh, and say, oh, you are just fabulous. You are just, oh, you know, you're so talented. You're beautiful. Love your makeup. Congrats on, you know, you graduating and from college and getting your PhD, whatever. I'm able to give that fully, but I, th right. I still think that, but I think it has to do with personal growth. I, I, uh, and, and, and so, and you've spoken to that some, but I'd like to kind of vet that a little more, flesh that out a little bit more. Don't you think a woman's personal growth, um, has a lot to do with how she will be able to give to other women or won't be able to give to other women. What do you say to that? Yes, I do. And you know, the old saying, we are a sum total of our experiences. Yeah. My experiences started in the home. My dad mm -hmm. made you believe or encouraged you believe. My dad's thing was, you are somebody. Yes. I never said, you can't do that or you're never going to be yeah. anybody. Yeah. We said you are somebody yeah yeah my yeah. mom would say well i want you to do better than mm -hmm. what your dad and i have done we just wow. good at you and wow. you, but we expect you to do better yeah so we get that validation yeah. very early yes encourage each other yeah and i remember in church you know that the elders if you because i was always you know trying to make a speech or write <laughs> a play and the elders would say they would be in tears. They said, "Oh yeah. my, this yeah. child, you have blessed us. Yeah. They never put you down. You know, right. they said, well, you know, you made this mistake, and right. they would right. always encourage you and hug you wow. and give you wow. just wow. a word." Wow. So my personal growth started with 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 the cradle. I'm sure with yeah. mom validating us and the village. We had right. the village. My mom and dad both had large families and so we had aunties and uncles and cousins who encouraged us and who put the seal of approval yeah. on us yes early on that we yeah. would do well because right. they knew that we had the wherewithal within us yeah. And yeah bottom line is they believed in us and yeah. told yeah. us to believe in ourselves wow. and that has transferred over to my relationship yeah my relationship yeah. with other women my relationship with my children and with yeah. my husband yeah you know it's it's been a great thing and when yeah. i'm online with my siblings we just we always say well we are so glad mm -hmm. that for the seeds that mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and great-grandma and grandpa right in us from generation to generation that's so wonderful yes yeah, so you of, of my wonderful environment. Wow. You have a legacy of love and encouragement and support and and there but unfortunately so many women right. uh, and people in general women in particular may not have come from that legacy and so you're right people are um there it's hard for them to give what they never had. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I I get that and uh and uh, and I and I see that but I also think that in some ways women um, you know, my daughter and I talk a lot about these kinds of things. We're almost pitted against each other. It's more of a thing for us than I than I feel like it is for men. It's everything we we we're critiqued so much harder. Our, our looks, our hair. I mean, I, I'm not going to mention her name. Um, uh, my husband works. Um, she's a um, a big time reporter on um, TV on the major news network. But she one of the things she mentioned um, is that she's scared for her job because she's getting older, although she's beautiful, super talented, of course, got an, um, 
a, a, a myriad of experience as a news broadcaster, um, as a network broadcaster, but she's scared because she's like, I'm getting old. Uh, mm -hmm. They're gonna, they're gonna get rid of me. She's um, so we. These are the kinds of things. Um, my daughter and I were talking yesterday, last night, about how the crazy things that women have to do to um, to with makeup that they're doing on YouTube. She watches YouTube. To, to use makeup, to, to, to contour themselves, to basically almost transform themselves into looking like something that they really don't look like. But there's this whole pressure that we put on ourselves, that we put on each other. Can you speak to that a little bit? Or do you even agree with that? Well, well what I, okay. So what I see is that we, we are under this pressure because it's in an age, it seems like, you know, I've talked to, fellow women who say, well, you know, they let me go. They wanted somebody younger. Exactly. I'm in, I'm in the, even though you've got the experience mm -hmm. and, 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 and luckily I'm not in corporate America anymore. Right. So and either am I. Right. Yeah, where I worked, I don't think it wasn't, wasn't exactly, issue. exactly. Was supervisory roles kind right. of, but I've had, and I forgot my thought. <laughs> but yeah, but I just think that there's, there's, I think there's, there's an atmosphere of pressure um, of of um, competition, not that healthy competition is a bad thing, right. but I think we we end up turning on each other, and it's like we're all trying to get that uh, piece of pie, um, and and uh, because it, you know if we don't get our piece of the pie, it's going to be gone, and there's not going right. to be enough for anybody. But right. that goes back to what you were talking about earlier about there's enough for everybody. It is. Oh, and here's what I was going to tell you. This this is not shunning me. It's just a Yes. the way it is I, you know i'm working as a substitute in the school and some of some <laughs> most of the teachers that i work because i'll say but when yeah. i grew up teachers retired they were older they retired that's right. they, that's they, right. didn't stop early. they retired because there was that village factor i got sure. the teachers back no you don't right. go to school and act up because i'm here i come here right so kids will you know kids will ask me like well how old are you anyway <laughs> and, and my pat answer is 99 and a half they go, oh. <laughs> So that's my pat answer because I don't take it personally because they are accustomed to younger teachers in the classroom. Most wow. of the teachers that I see in the school that are my age are substitute teachers. Sure. The teachers have gone. Sure. So I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of sometimes it's like, well, should I be teaching? Because I don't I don't like people telling me I'm old and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. a bun on my head, right. but it used to bother me. It's like, I'm embracing who I am. Exactly. exactly. I, I mean, I may be a grandma. I'm glad to be a grandma. But exactly. I'm a grandma with a master's degree. There you go. And I'm a grandma with with some history, with some good history. Right. Grandma who who wants to make a difference and put in her put in her time to make sure that somebody's child is sure. Sure. Is, a, is a better lifelong learner. So that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. So now something powerful happens, as you know, when women support each other, when sisters support each other. And by sister, I mean, not necessarily African-American sisters, right. although that's included in this group, but sisters as in women supporting other women. Um, with that being the case, what specific things do you think we can do um, to, to do that? For those women who who want to do better in that area, who want to learn, because not everybody's come from that positive, supportive mm -hmm. background that you've come from, that I've come from. Um, and so how do we learn to be kinder, more generous, supportive? What kind of specific things can you speak to for women to do who might be listening to this program? 
like I said, show up. Show up. Physically. Yes. Emotionally. Yes. Yes. Need if you need to be a friend, be a friend, be a real friend, and keep your two cents to yourself unless you unless it's asked for. Yes. So I would say you know make sure that you give compliments. I mean, not sugary stuff, but there is. Yes, there's, some, there's all kinds of things you can say to someone. Yeah, my dad always says, there's some good in everybody. And Amen. From everybody. Yeah, so yeah. take the time to, you know, okay, I like what you're wearing on. Right. I like the way you, I like the way you handle that situation. Exactly. I like what you said. You know, I like the way you responded to that. You yes, know? yes, <laughs> yes. So show up and pay attention, first of all. Definitely. You see what's going on with that person. Definitely. Or it's something that you can tie into that, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel you, sister. I feel exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you wrote that poem because I heard something <laughs> Pearl Clay wrote the other day on a training I was on, of course. Yes. You know, like, man, she yeah. just gets better and better. Oh, wow. How <laughs> nice. That's a copy of that poem. So That's I think good. there is something that we can do or say. Yes. To somebody who may need that little extra encouragement, yes. that little extra validation, because we all have those times. Yeah. Like, well, I, you know, I may need a little pat on the back. I'm feeling right. a little, I'm feeling a little right. not appreciated. Yeah. Because we are humans and we go through those yeah. valleys. But you know, reach yeah. out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Of all ages and persuasions and skin colors. That's and right. Just, I love that. I love it. I love that. Go up and be a sister. So, so, up. but I think what you're saying in that statement, what I'm hearing is be, be, be present, but also be very deliberate. Yes. It, it, it's a choice because like with any relationships, we have to choose how we're going to behave. You know, there have been, and this is not a sister to sister thing. This is a husband and wife thing. But one of the things many of my friends say to me when they speak of me and Andrew, oh, you guys always get along. Don't y'all have any problems? I'm like, we got problems but what it is is that we um we've learned to behave um nicely to each other Uh we started off with some uh we started some good habits and 20 years almost 21 years and those habits have served us well so that even in the tense moments even in the moments when we disagree because we've behaved we practice being good to each other that when we when we have an you know a disagreement or even an argument, we're still going to be good to each other because ultimately we care about one another. So we're not going to say and do things that are that are going to damage each other. But and I think that same principle applies when we talk about you know friends, women, you know um, colleagues, whoever. One of the things I've learned to do, um, and and social media allows us allows me to do this easily. Like I said earlier, when someone post something when another woman posts something I purposely say oh uh, and sometimes I don't even know the woman that way I, I she's a friend of a friend or you know or we may have been we may have met in person or whatever but I take the moment I take time and I say great job you are this is you rock sister what a yeah. great, but to be deliberate there have been times when I thought mm, you know whatever keep scrolling but I thought that's a bad attitude. Go back and say something nice. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to really practice being nice because yeah. it doesn't come necessarily automatically for some people like you. You're you kind of just are a nice person, um, but um, <laughs> but not everybody's <laughs> nice. And I think if you want the and and, yeah, and, and other side, well, but, but, <laughs> but I, I think, but I think but I think what has happened, and I've even done this to women who are not so nice 
And it's not like I'm having all these people say nasty things to me. I'm not. Most people are very affirming to me. But I have had a few incidences recently, but I've chosen even with those women to go ahead and respond to their thing nicely. And they have been very surprised at my positive response. And they've come back and said, oh, thank you so much, Deanna Johnson Coffin. I really appreciate your support. And so I think giving support to women who might not, um, who may not even have given support to me, I think that's a powerful thing to do as well, don't you think? Oh, of course. Like my mother said to kill it, I mean, kill them with kindness. Exactly. And when they are negative, you positive. And like Mrs. Obama said, yes, yes, yes. Yes. And and that's a good rule. That's a good rule. It is a good rule. Because if you get into where they are with the negativity, you give them Exactly, exactly, exactly. I love that. I love that. Rise above that. Yeah. Well, you. The sisterhood. Yay! (laughs) The power of sisterhood. Well, I love it. I, I knew you would be the person to talk to about that. I love that we've been able to have this friendship all these years. And and I and I consider you one of those people uh, who've always been in my corner, who've always yeah. supported me. And um, and I think everybody needs a Ladoris in their life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and everybody needs a Deanna. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. Well, you've I appreciate been some, You've been there for me and sometimes when I, you know, cry. Oh, okay, I don't know well, what to do. And oh, you it's, said, it's, it's been it, my pleasure. You said if it gets too hard, Andrew and yeah. I. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So thank we you love you. Thank you for your love and support. Thanks for taking time out your busy schedule. Thank and you we'll talk soon. To my audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of The Working Woman Radio Show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us um, by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show icon. I will also include some links to some resources at the bottom of the show page, so don't forget to scroll down and check those out. For more information about upcoming Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and please become a friend because we want to hear from you. We want you to share your comments and your questions. Um, We want to know what you're thinking. Well, that's it for today, folks. God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio.